Welcome back. Today's episode is all going to be about a brand. What is a brand? How to build a unique brand that actually connects with people, that actually puts you and separates you from everybody else that's truly unique and authentic and real to you. Um, And most importantly, how to separate it from you as a person, why it's so important to also do that. This episode is coming from my past, you know, six years of not only, you know, being inside of the industry from beauty school to where I'm at today, but also from my background of over 12 years of being in the insurance industry, of doing a lot of customer service and behind the scenes in different businesses and managing businesses. So with that being said, let's get to it. My voice is a little off today, but we shall be fine. So what is a brand? A brand, think about it, is like a person. That is the best example I can give to you. Thank your brand for your business as a person. And if you want to make it really personal, something you can connect with your business, you really want to put the elements of a personal brand, right? So rather than just having a person that is supporting what your business stands for is also personal it has like personality it has personal traits to it which does not have to be the same like yours or it can be and that part is very important because i am going to use my own business as an example just to kind of give you an idea of this and a little light behind the scenes look into um, why this works and you know what's been able to you know really help me keep going and not stop myself because in different stages of business there are going to be little hiccups or places where we're like am I really supposed to be doing this should I keep going I've been trying all the things I've been doing the things maybe you've been posting all the time you've been doing the lives you've been doing the videos and you're not getting the results that you're seeking or that you're wanting for your life and your business and this is really going to help you stand out and have a differentiation factor. So I'm going to use my um business Celeste, I mean not Celeste Stylist. I'm going to utilize Sonoma Mobile Lounge because that's the perfect example. So Sonoma Mobile Lounge is a third is one of my four businesses and Sonoma Mobile Lounge it's has to do with my mobile salon. It really specializes and focuses only on special events, makeup, and hairstyling. And the owner, Celeste Stylist, is separate from it. So why would I do that and how did I differentiate that is what we're going to be talking about. So you can do this in your own business. So number one, why is it important to have a different separate entity from yourself to your business? As a person, as a human being that you are, life is going to happen. Maybe your kids get sick. Maybe you're going through something personal that's really affecting you. If you have like, you know, and I give all my love and heart and I'm putting my hand over my heart as I say this. As a person, as a human who suffers from anxiety, I don't get to control that. And I have friends in the industry as well who suffer from anxiety and depression, other things and other health issues. And my heart is with you. Well, I cannot understand everybody's shoes or the situation because even with anxiety, it varies from person to person and we all have different ways that we cope or we deal with it and the symptoms that and feelings that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Having a separate entity in your brand, it's so important 
because the brand is the person, right? And you're going to bring a personal brand to give it some personality, to be able to make it magnetic, to be able to attract and also repel the people that it's not meant for. And most importantly, be recognizable in a sea of so many others doing the same similar things as us. So that's why it's so important to do that. So with Sonoma Mobile Lounge, I decided to separate it as myself because Celeste Stylist is more of the educator. Celeste Stylist is a lot more encompassing of my own personality. Sonoma Mobile Lounge is more about the client. Sonoma Mobile Lounge is a brand, or we're going to, for this example, to make it simple on you, think of a brand as a person. It's a person, it's a person with a personal touch, but it has to do more with the client, like their special event day, their probably stressed out they're worried they're trying to find the right fit for them for their special once in a lifetime knock on wood <laughs> event so it's going to be totally different than my education platform and that's why i had to separate it number two why is it important to have you know a separation between you and your business it's really important to have a separation because as i was telling you in part one about Things are going to happen in life. When you have a separate brand or a person that you imagine with the personality that you want within your business, it's easier to show up. It's easier to show up for myself and my business when I'm having really bad anxiety and I have to do a video or I am scheduled to do something or I've been paid to perform a service or whatever it's going on that day. It's easier to know that it is a separate from myself. And also it has really helped me and it can help you to really give a consistent client experience. Part of having a business and part of having a magnetic brand and something that stands out from everybody else it have, is having consistency, right? What good would it be if you have a business that's amazing for one person, but it's a totally 160 degree you know, experience for somebody else? You need to have that consistency and having a brand and having something separate from yourself in your business is really going to help you with the consistency when things get hard, when you have those hard days or moments where you're like, I don't even know if I want to continue doing this. It's going to help you to continue to showing up. So that's really important to let's move on to the next thing. So now you know that a brand is like a person. And now let's talk about the personal brand aspect of it, which is its personality, the connection part, which is really the magnetic and what I call like the secret salsa to it. The personality that can, that's determined by you. So there are businesses that are really fun. There are businesses that are serious. There are businesses that are moody. There are businesses that have this boho feel. There are businesses targeted for mothers. There's all kinds of businesses, right? And we're going to use certain examples that are already in the industry just to kind of set the mood and kind of give you a better visualization of personalities. Sports clip. When I think sports clip, we all imagine that referee shirt, right? And it's really targeted for shortcuts. I really love to be inclusive of all. But when I think of that, because of the pictures that they've shown, which I hope they start really like changing that part of it for sports clips. And this is just my own personal opinion. It seems like it's really targeted for males. Um, I really wish it would be targeted more to be open because as we know, at least in, you know, in California for sure, we cannot do this whole like gender of like women and men haircuts. So it should really be targeted for short haircuts. If I want a good short haircut 
regardless of my gender, I should be able to go there. But that's not what I see there. When I think of sports clips, and you're welcome to disagree with me, I think of the referee shirts and really targeted for men's haircuts because that's what they've been putting out with their personality and their brand. It's a cool place to just like go hang out and watch the football game or watch a baseball game, which is so not my my thing but they know who they are attracting that's the personality of their brand now we're going to go into um the drive bar right so the drive bar is really big i you know company out there and a franchise and i know i see the color yellow pops up for me i know it's a lot of hairstyling and blowouts is a big thing so when i think drive bar i think blowouts it's really like clean um, and I think of Sephora because I always see it at Sephora and that's what I think about the drive bar. That's really blowouts, like volume with blowouts. And I know they really target, um, I see a lot of like women demographic in there. I don't really get a sense of much of a personality. Again, I am not attracted to that brand, so I don't really keep close tabs on it. I'm just giving you examples so you can kind of get your wheels turning inside of different personalities. Um, when I think of dry bars, probably somebody more professional, somebody looking for that consistency, and probably like medium to long hair is when, what I imagine when I think of that brand. Personality-wise, it's supposed to be fun, I think, but I don't really see it or feel it. That's just my own two cents. But let's move on to the next one. And the last one that we're going to use for our example today is... Madison, let's see. I'm not gonna use that one. Hold on. I'm trying to think what's a good example of something totally completely different. And we're gonna go to the realms of benefit. So I know benefit is a cosmetics company, but they also do services. They do brow waxings, laminations now. They have really been growing and stepping up their game in that sense. But when I think of Benefit, probably because it's been a company has been around for so long. I'm going to date myself since I was in high school. They were the ones originally waxing my brows. It was just a fun, like 1950s meets 2000s vibe for me. And I was all about that. It's pink. It's fun. It's light. It makes you, it makes me feel like I'm back in time in the 1950s. And their packaging is so fun and cute. And it's really like attractive and enticing to me. When I think of benefit, I think if I need a service done like ASAP quickly, I can go ahead and go there and go ahead and get it done. I know I don't need to call ahead of time. I know that they have amazing mascara. There's one of the mascaras that I really love. There's one of their contour powders that I really enjoy as well. And it's just like a fun vibe. Like I always loved going to Benefit because most of them have like this bubbly personality, which as you can imagine, kind of attracts me. <laughs> and that is what I think of Benefit. I know the main headquarters are or were in San Francisco. And it's just, you know, I live in Sonoma County, which I'm 45 minutes away from San Francisco. So there's just so many feelings, as you can hear in my voice, of excitement for this brand. I don't work with them. I don't work with any brand at the moment. And I chose that because I wanted to keep my content neutral to everybody and real. But that personality of that brand, it just really magnetic and attracts me in so many ways. 
And if you didn't know this, I am a little bit of a girly girl and I love freaking pink. Like pink is one of my colors, one of my brand colors. Like pink is just has all kinds of feelings and all kinds of emotions that are tied into the color pink. So of course, pink is part of my brand. And of course, I would be attracted to that brand. So now having finished all those examples of those three companies, you can see they each have a different personality and some of them I'm able to describe barely quickly, know exactly who it's for. And there was that one, which was the drive bar, which I struggled with. I've never been to a drive bar. I've never tried their products except for a mascara um, collab that they did with It Cosmetics. I, I like that mascara. That mascara was cool, but then I found something better. So I, I don't, I'm not biased or have anything against them. I just don't really connect emotionally with that. That's what you want for your brand. You need to encompass that part of the personality. As you can have heard with throughout the examples, I didn't say a name. I didn't mention a person tied to it. It was different feelings and emotions. And it was from their clothing, from the atmosphere. It had nothing to do really with a person. And that is a very important part to think about when you are starting your own personal brand or your own like person with personality that you're going to imagine is part of your business, representing your business, with which is going to be showcasing in all the content that you create and all the videos that you show up in and all the stuff you put out there. You always imagine that little that person and with that personality that's going to be representing your business before you post any content or any videos out there. And I really wanted to really, really, really stress out the importance of knowing that it does not have to be you and your business can be totally different than how you are as a human. Why am I saying that? I say this from the bottom of my heart, not being mean or biased or anything. I promise. I am a mother of three kids. I am married. (laughs) I have a husband. My life is very personal to me. And I choose and have chosen now over the past years to not really showcase a lot of my kids or my family because that's not something I'm willing to share. And they're very sacred to me. And I've gone through things in life that have made me even more um, aware of the importance of keeping my family guarded. That's my own personal belief. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. You're allowed to share your family if you want to. But for me, you're not going to be seeing me sharing faces of my kids doing things. You're not going to be seeing me as a, as a brand, as a person, showing my kids doing sports and me being there on Saturday morning. That is not part of my personality or brand. And I choose to disconnect that part of my life and of a human as on my brand. I get to talk how I am a mother without showing pictures. People know I'm a mom. People know that I'm married. There's different ways that you can showcase things if you want it to be part of your personality without having to share all of your life story, without having to share all of your family. If I choose to share, and I'm just sharing this because I know it's going to help at least one of you listen to this podcast today. When I choose to share my family or past experiences and stories is because I know it's going to help and empower somebody out there who's either in the same situation or has been in the same situation to see some light that there is possibilities for us to grow, that we are not 
what we were, that we are not defined for the rest of our lives based on what we have gone through, that we get to grow, that we get to flourish and blossom and have all the blessings and abundance that we want out of this life. And that is the only reason why I share this stuff. It's not for people to feel sorry for me. It's not to get more views. It's really to connect with other humans like myself who have gone through hard things and are showing up and doing the things that they love to do. So if you want to share things about your life and make that part of your brand, go right ahead. Like There's no right or wrong here. I'm just giving you the example and also the acknowledgement that if you do share that with your con- in your content and with your audience, they're going to expect that all the time. So just be very aware with that with your brand because nobody tells us that. So I'm going to be giving you the really like the behind the scenes, really nitty gritty things that nobody's telling you about a brand and building a personal brand inside of your business and also outside is if you give people access to certain parts of your life, really be open to it that they're always going to be expecting that. So for me, my family is one of those things where I may share me in a boat. I may share me making cookies and you can see the little hands. I may share lots of fun little things, but I never am showcasing their faces I'm not doing it all the time because it's not part of my brand, really, personality. I am a mother, and I can talk about that. I am a wife. I can talk about that. But I am not going to be, you know, showcasing my family front and center. And you get to choose that. There's no right or wrong. You get to choose that. It's different for all of us. So next, after all of this, let's go over three last things, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. On this, so building a brand, I started my business back in 2017, and I really want to talk about how to make it stand out. How to have like a beauty brand that's really like stands out when you're starting out from zero. I didn't have my first website until 2018, and honestly, it was my booking site, Gloss Genius. That's what I use for my website. And then I went ahead and I hired somebody to do my website, and she did a logo. And I did not like the website, so I started the website from scratch, and I did use the logo for a while. But my secret number one is that please make your audience feel something about your business. Make them feel and resonate with something that has to do nothing with the logo and nothing with the website. Yes, I acknowledge that websites and your logo is cool, but you do not need that. You really need to focus on the emotion of it. So part number one is like, what's the emotion that your business brand is going to give people? You can utilize me as an example. Think about, I know Sephora is going through it right now. And so is Ulta. So let's see. So think about McDonald's. What emotion does McDonald's give out? If you don't notice this, and this was an amazing branding strategy and tactic for McDonald's. And I will utilize it for this because it actually gave an emotional, strong connection to their business again. They had those Happy Meals. I don't know if you heard about it, but right now during Halloween, they had the Happy Meals. People were running, and I raised my hands, both hands. I went four times to McDonald's asking for the Happy Meal because it had the original characters that I grew up. So in 1996, I remember my Happy Meal, my little box, 
with my little M, that red M, and I would open it and would have one of the fun characters, like the purple guy, and then there was like the one, um, I don't even remember their names, I'm horrible, there was the girl with the little pigtails, there was all kinds of really fun characters. So they brought them back with a spin, they had like the two sets of eyes, but I wanted it. My sister, <laughs> she won't mind, my sister went to McDonald's, she flipping got the little box and she kept the box. She has it up and displayed because she has that emotional connection to it. Now, how extreme did we all go for those Happy Meals? Then after that, because they're smart, right? Like our demographic, we're really like the millennial generation, right? They're really targeting us because they know we have that emotional connection. And most of us, some of us have kids, right? Or we have nephews, or we have little ones that are part of our lives. They target us with emotion. We know that McDonald's ain't that healthy. We know there's lots of things that go behind it. But the emotional part connection was there and it got us to go into their business. Now, how did they take it to the next level? And you can utilize this even in your own business. So then McDonald's decides that right before Halloween, they bring out the buckets. So if you didn't grow up back then in 19, like I remember like in 1996 and stuff, during Halloween, they would bring out the buckets. So it's really like just a little bucket. It's probably $3 at Target. And they had like the purple color. They had a green color and it had like a little face on it. And it was for Halloween. So your Happy Meal would come inside of that little Halloween bucket. And the cool thing, it would be that later on, a couple of days later, when you go trick-or-treating, guess who was carrying all those little buckets around? We were, because we were representing the little bucket that we got with our Happy Meal, and everybody wanted it. And it's one of the things that sold out the quickest. I went to go look for one as well, because it reminded me of my childhood. It's connected to emotion. It's connected to Halloween. It's this, I love Halloween. So you see how much emotion is coming out of those little buckets? And they sold out. At least where I live at, they sold out. They, was, they were gone, both of them. So I didn't get access to either one of them. That's the emotional connection I'm talking about. That was such a genius marketing strategy for McDonald's. Um, and I really see that happening more in the future for them because it was very effective and people were posting on it on social because it was so hard to get. That's the emotional part. So how can your business do the same thing? Only you know what that will be like. So think about that, how you can put that emotional part of it so you can truly create a brand that makes your audience feel an emotion. It, it actually is tied to that. So no matter if you change your logo and three years like I did, if you change your colors like I did, and I'm actually going to be changing them pretty soon again, it doesn't matter. People are connected with the emotion part, and that's so important. I think nobody talks about that. I know. I don't think. I know nobody talks about the emotional part of your brand. That is the most important piece, and it costs literally nothing. You just have to be able to have a strategy and know exactly what the emotion is that you want your audience to feel behind of your brand so that it's consistent, so that it builds that trust-like factor and they're always able to connect with it. Now, let's go ahead and let's talk about niching down and specializing because the word niche is like sounds like so complicated. So instead of niche, it's like, what's your specialty? And we're going to start with dentist, okay? 
So a dentist is just a generalist, right? He can do dentistry. But then there's this um, dental, you know, cosmetic. There is orthodontics. There is also the ones who, I forget their, what their technical name is, the dentists that do surgery. I think it's called like oral maxi something surgeon. So as you can tell, there is specialties in everything. So don't make it really hard on yourself. Just think like, what is your specialty? When people see your business, what is the one thing that you're known for? We look, we're going to go back to um, McDonald's, okay? So McDonald's, they have the M. I know most people like their fries. Like for me, it's all about their french fries. I don't really care about most of this stuff, and it's probably horrible for me to say, but I really like their french fries. So that's the only thing that McDonald's has going for me. That's their specialty. I know that they focus on hamburgers. That's their specialty. So what is your specialty in your business? And a real way to find this and to also keep in mind that nobody tells you is that number one, you can look at your booking system or if you have just a regular book where you write down your things of type of services that you do and perform. What are you being most booked out for? There's going to be one service that you are the most booked out and sought after for that is your specialty. And I think it's very and I know it's very important for you to choose a specialty that your brand. If you want to do the easy way, you can choose that. Or you know, the one that's gonna take a little bit more work and time is only showcase what you want to be known for. So for example, I can do balayage and haircuts, but let's say I only wanna be known for haircuts. All of my content that I would post as my specialty would be solely haircuts. Because that's my dream. That's what lights me up. That's what's going to make me happy. That when you're happy and you're doing something that you love or you're passionate about. Yes, of course, there's days where you're like, do I even know how to do a haircut? But it doesn't matter. When you choose the one thing that you're most passionate and you love, you'll be able to show up. You'll be able to remain consistent. You will be able to continue on this road of being a business owner. It doesn't matter if you rent a chair you have a mobile salon, you own a salon, you're in a commission salon, you are your own business brand. So choose your specialty. So you can do it two ways again. And we're gonna, then we're going to move to the last thing. Um, you can choose it. You can choose your specialty by number one, go into your book of business, see what's your most sought out after service. And even if you already have your own specialty, go look at your book of business. Why are people looking at you as a specialty for your business? Like, what are you specializing in? Because whatever is bringing in the money, that's the specialty that they're seeing in you. So clearly, like, for example, if you want to be known for balayage and you're getting only booked out for haircuts, maybe it is time to really focus in your business brand to showcase your specialty in balayage so that you can bring more of that income and more of those services that really light you up. And then lastly, I really wanted to talk about... <clears throat> your values as a business and how is that so important now more than ever. So we're going to be talking a little bit about the values and for your business, what you stand for pretty much. So just think of values of what you stand for and really the importance of being true also to who you are and being okay with attracting, repelling, and entertaining is the last thing that we're going to talk about. So 
So what does your business stand for? What are values that are very important to you? I will use my own business for this example because it's probably the easiest and it's going to help you as well to kind of think about and your values can be different, okay? I am Latina. I am, you know, a little brown with a little bit of everything else. I was adopted at the age of nine by my little guardian. He happened to be in, you know, white American. He was amazing. I love him so much. And, you know, today's November 2nd. Yesterday we... We, we do like Day of the Dead Remembrance and, you know, setting up his mantle and everything to remember him because he's so special to me. And diversity, equity, and inclusion it is something that is hardcore inside of me. And I am going to share a little behind the why to kind of help you find your own values, whatever that is. Most of my life, I was stereotyped and I went through a lot of hard things because of the color of my skin. I had, I was pulled over a lot because I had a really nice car, had a luxury car and I was brown and I'm not joking. I have friends that can testify to that. Um, it's, it happened to me a lot. I went through a discrimination and harassment claim at work and there was so much injustice behind that. I was, I was able to prove that person did harass and discriminate against me because of the color of my skin and nothing was done to him. And I have gone through a lot of different other situations in my life, which we're not going to get into, just to give you an example, that have really have taught me to fight for not just myself, but for my people. I have helped other people that are like, maybe not like me, but needed help to get their cars out. It was this whole situation years ago, which I know may sound crazy, but you were pulled over and most of them happened to like not have a license, you know, because of different things and situations and the cars would be taken away and impounded and to take them out you have to pay like thousands of dollars and it was just this whole mess so it, there's been so many things that have I've seen and experienced in my own life that have broken my heart of how unjust the system is and so I chose to put myself out there to share my story to also be you know, accepted or repelled and get the good and the bad that comes along with all of that to share that there is hope and the importance of speaking up and standing up for what we believe in and the importance that we all deserve to be treated as human beings, regardless of anything, regardless of your gender, regardless of your nationality, regardless of the color of your skin, because it still happens, regardless of your social status, regardless whether you have an accent, regardless if you're like neurodivert, you know, diverse, you know, which we have different learning capacities. And, you know, some of us, you know, there's so many other things that go into this so much of it, because it has happened to me. And that is something that I'm very passionate about to trying to also bring out the awareness. I know I may not be able to change the world. I know I don't understand what everybody has gone through, but I can share my passion and really share the knowledge that I have that it happens to everybody in different ways. And that I really want just more an inclusive world for all, not just for myself. I want it for everybody because being adopted, you know, and he happened to be, you know, this this wealthy white guy, I'm not gonna lie. Um, he taught me love. He's the one who taught me how to bake. He taught me how to work. 
He taught me to be the businesswoman I am today. I learned so much about business because he owned his own company, which happened to be an oyster company, from him. And now going back to the episode about branding, you can see that's a value that's very important to me. I want to be a more inclusive world of everybody's diversity that is beautiful that makes this world alive like the rainbow has different colors and it makes it the rainbow everybody's different spices and experiences and way of thinking makes this world fun and alive and that's something that I stand for and is very important to me so I am part of a DEI diversity equity and inclusion committee I am part of different things because it's something that's very dear to my heart. I do content in Spanish and in English because it's something that's important to me. I don't think all this knowledge should be just kept for one side. I am diverse and I come from two different worlds. I want to share it with both of my worlds. So going back to the episode, you can see I'm very passionate about this. That's part of one of my values. And it's not something because I jumped on a trend or because it's cool right now. It's really the something that I have been dealing with and fighting for by most of my life. And I will continue for the rest of my life because I truly believe in that. And that is one of the values in my business. In, both, in all of my businesses, that's very important. So now having said that, what values are important to you? It's so important. There's, you know, there's different businesses. Like, you know, having like gender-free services, very important, for, very important for many of us. Not all of us, but many of us. And it should be for all of us. There's different type of things that are really part of your values. Maybe your value is, and I've seen it too, there are businesses, there are beauty businesses out there that are really specific for mothers, you know, and they get to choose that. They get to be specific to mothers and they allow their kids to come to, with them to the beauty services that they provide. And that's okay. There ain't no right or wrong. And that's what I mean with all this content today. Take what resonates with you. Leave the rest behind. And truly think like what value matters to you and your business. And I know many businesses that allow mothers to come in with children. I do not. And I'm a mom. I know. You weren't expecting that one, huh? But Those businesses that do allow them, their kids with, you know, to go with them to the beauty services and their quick beauty services of 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Guess who goes to those businesses? Your girl did. And I continue to go to now, even though my daughter's in preschool, because for three years I didn't have a babysitter and it was really hard and a lot of things have happened. So I am always with my kids and that was very important to me. So they were able to cater a need that was very important to me. And that's why I always say business is not a one cookie is for everybody. It's everybody needs to make their own cookie out of it to make it and give it its own special sauce. And that's going to make your business stand out from everybody else. We can all be doing lashes for a living, but having that unique values in your, in your brand, having that, you know, brand person like that personal brand inside of your business or that person that has different personalities that you're always showcasing in all of your content and everything is so important because you need to have that emotional connection with your audience so that 
that you can stand up and they can always keep you top of mind. When they look at your content, they're happy to see it. They know why you're different. You're not just a person coloring hair. You have your own unique perspective of it. And also, you know, sharing part of sharing your values inside of your brand and outside of it, it's also going to be able to really give you like a clear definition of what your business stands for. And that's a beautiful thing. There are many businesses that stand for different things that I support because it aligns with me. And so don't be scared because you want to share your values. Don't be scared of being different or maybe you are shy or introverted and you want your business personality to be fun and not going, that's totally okay. You do not have to have the same matching personalities within your business and your brand, but it's really going to help you to be consistent, to be able to show up in a way where people can recognize you and give that emotional connection that is so important. Emotion, as I told you with the McDonald's Happy Meal story, 1996, okay? We're in 2022, <laughs> and your girl went to McDonald's eight times trying to get the Happy Meal bucket and the Happy Meal little figure because I wanted to put it on my desk, and I didn't get it. But guess what? The emotional connection, they got me to go to McDonald's trying to look for it, and that is the power of having a brand. That is the power of having a personal brand that showcases that emotional connection, and also the importance of repelling and attracting. To end this episode, any we are not for everybody. I am not for everybody. I'm, I'm not coffee. Some people hate coffee, but I love coffee. I'm not pizza. Some people love pizza. Some people hate it. And the same thing with business. Our job is to attract the ones that are meant to be in our stuff and in our business and connect with us in that way. And to repel the ones that are not meant for our things. There's also always going to be this little area that nobody talks about of people who just like to be entertained by you. They love the way you talk. They love the way you do videos, just the way that you are, or the way that your business looks different, or how your business looks. You're going to be attracting sometimes just lookers as well. So don't be scared. After years of being like over 15 years of being in businesses in different forms and realms, from being a business owner to a business manager to, you know, a co-business owner for another business that I have, there's so many different aspects. This is the one thing that I have learned. In business, you want to attract, repel, and you also want to have your entertainment part of it. And whatever form that may be, you do not have to be the loudest. You do not have to be the funnest. You do not have to be anything. You just have to be your brand personality consistent all the time. For me, it's fun. That's one of my my brand personalities is fun and also education, right? And there's other values that go into it that I have inside of my own brand. So choose something that's truly authentic to you because... People can see that. People can sense that. Just like if you were crying right now, I probably could, my heart would probably like feel a little crumble because I would be sad for you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can feel she's so sad. When you watch a movie and we see somebody crying and we start crying or we see something beautiful and we start crying because it's so beautiful. All those are emotions that we're getting all the time. 
So do the same with your business because that is what's going to lead you to growth and that's what's going to open up doors for you. In 2016, when I decided to enroll to beauty school, I went through it hard and I never in a million years thought I would be here today. And in 2017, I decided I was going to put on my stuff. I sucked at curling. Curling hair was horrible for me. And I have really focused on my clients. I have really focused on things that matter to me and showing content my way. Maybe it's not always trending. Maybe it's not what others agree with, but it's my way in my business. Always being true to its brand personality and always being true to its brand values and also being true to myself. And that is the secret sauce that has gotten me here today. And you can do the same thing. Don't for a minute think because you're shy or you're like quiet or you don't want to show your face and you want to showcase your business and your brand in a different way that's not being done today means you're going to fail or you're weird. On the contrary, please go do that. Please be your true self. Please go showcase a different way of doing things. And remember that things are not just one size fits all. And that is the beautiful part that's going to set you apart and that only you know how to do well. So with that, have an amazing, amazing week. And I will see you back here next week. So much love. I'll see you next time. Bye, love.